1: I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. You us see it. wash my hands
0: of this business. hello everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the christian phoenix radio show it's wednesday october 14th We're your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world i'm joined by my co-host tony sanfilippo tony how you doing this morning Oh, I think your mute's still on tone.
1: Good morning, everybody. Yes, the mute was on because in between now we can't talk to each other because it goes over the air. So you'd hear all the weird rumblings. So that's why that was muted. Ah, but I'm doing good, man. Good morning, everybody. i working on four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. That's about what you want me to say. And that's all true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I assume that uh, you're hopped up on Zip Fizz or Red Bull or something along those lines.
1: Not hopped up yet, sir. Ooh. I am working on a pina colada zip fizz, which, okay. uh, it's okay. It sounds better than it really is. It needs, uh, probably some rum, lo- obviously I can't do that this early no. in the morning, but, uh.
0: Yeah, as long as it, uh, does what it needs to do, uh, the way it tastes, eh, who really cares?
1: Right. Yeah. No, it's not terrible. I've just had better.
0: Right. As long as it's not vomit-worthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, if it was vomit-worthy, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'd go find me that green poison somewhere. So Right, right. Yeah.
0: Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Uh, Tony, unfortunately, you've had to attend uh, some funerals over the last couple months. Uh, you know, typically, you know, a funeral uh, is a sad occasion, though. You know, it should really be more a celebration of life at a funeral how would you foresee celebrating a person's life
1: okay yeah i agree with you on that i think it should be celebrated as well um the only one we ever did like a big celebration of life was uh i think actually two people we did uh, my buddy jeff and my grandma we waited post you know you do your morning and you go through all that stuff and then when you can come together and celebrate them properly uh but uh for what you do is you honor them by sharing pictures playing their music telling their stories sharing memories um and just getting together with uh, their friends their family your friends your family that all knew that person and, and just honor them uh any way you have whether it's a photo on social media uh sharing a good memory or penning a nice little tribute those are probably a handful of things but knowing how silly our stuff is in the morning I'm curious to see what you're about to say. <laughs> yeah, Since you I can... got all sappy can... and real all there. There you
0: go. You know, you could uh, play their favorite song, something like this.
1: Baby. I don't know if you can sh- see the- what's going <laughs> oh, on. Oh, I can see it. On <laughs> the camera. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, without,
1: that's without really cursing on there
0: i'm sorry i just had
1: to but <laughs> no no i like it this uh the ongoing annoying gag is going to be right. fun <laughs> considering <laughs> uh, it's better than the uh roast beef sandwich uh, in guantanamo bay so. exactly
0: exactly yeah but uh no that's not where the story is going
1: <laughs> okay. so a video a of an unexpected
0: shark. funeral celebration is making waves online in the video, a group of apparently Latin Amer uh, in an apparently Latin American country can be seen surrounding an outdoor casket. The wooden coffin is popped up, uh, propped up on two motorcycles, wrapped in some kind of plastic. The short clip shows a woman dressed in a black shirt and jeans twerking atop the raised casket. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Over the course no. of just 20 seconds, the woman grinds and gyrates in front of a celebratory crowd. Twice, she leans forward to plant a kiss on the glass covering between she and her loved one. The viral clip was originally shared by Twitter user Outsmoke Chapo. In the three days since it was shared, the 23-second video has racked up 16,500 retweets and nearly 93,000 likes. The original poster even shared a link to the admittedly catchy song, Ella Quiere Him, by DJ Yayo, Lika El Poeta, and Michelle Masterboys. Never heard of no, any I'm, of that them.
1: That's my favorite song. That's I your mean. jam? Yeah, that's my jam. That's my entrance when I walk into work. Whatever the hell that song was,
0: and of course he ca- he captioned it. If your girl don't do this at your funeral, she really ain't your girl. So, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, you know when the, when the time comes, you know, way way out into the future when we're in our nineties and, and I pass away, that Jesse decides to uh, twerk on top of my casket.
1: I hope so. I hope she wears that gorilla costume too. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I hope they play that damn baby shark. Oh yeah. No, I'm I, kidding. I, uh yeah well here's another thing about she ain't being your girl or you're dead she ain't your girl anymore anyways nope nope
0: we'll see how long it takes just saying yeah for that morning period to exist
1: but in
0: any case you know what we have a wonderful show lined up for you guys today it is a Me Wednesday too. let's talk about today's show shall we hump day
1: yeah. You're watching Two Frogs on TV! (laughs)
0: All right, Uh, it is Wednesdays, and uh, as we do on Wednesdays, uh, actually our new bit is a thing that we talk about around here called Words Are Hard. Words Are Hard, I flubbed even a little bit in the story today. It's just one of those things that happens. Live radio, you know how it goes. We have a segment called Relationship Goals. Our call-in topic today is clever, scary movie moments. We have a segment called Say What?, We have This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 14th. Now we have a little thing called the phoenix line it's a 24 hour a day seven day a week voicemail line giving you guys the opportunity to call in chime in on anything whatsoever in fact we got a couple calls from kendra one of our good listeners yesterday so uh, always appreciate that the number for the phoenix line is 855 phoenix radio that's 855 f-e-n-i-x r-d-o or 855-336-4973 All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Or you can even call that number for our next day's call-in topic, which we'll get to a little bit later on today. Well, it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony is here with the Entertainment News.
1: Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, October 14th, and let's roll on with the Filippo Fast Five. All right, quick news today. Universal is going to remake Nicole Kidman's spooky haunted house thriller, The Others. So if you like The Others, it's coming back. Hollywood, uh, it's funny they have all these ideas for movies, yet everything keeps getting delayed. But there's another unoriginal Hollywood idea. Good, good news. The Batman resumes filming in the UK, and Colin Farrell is unrecognizable as a penguin. Have you seen him? Oh, yeah. A hobble- it did even, not even look like him. Did you almost call movie, him Hobblepot? Robblepot. Robblepot. Cobblepot. Words are hard. Christian. The penguin. Uh, Joshua Jackson replaces Jamie Doran in the lead role of the Peacock true crime story series Doctor Death unfamiliar with that show how about you
0: uh, i just heard a little bit about it uh apparently it's sort of a dramatized version of like the dr uh, kevorkian sort of story
1: okay yeah all right uh anna taylor joy who is fresh off uh, the new mutants uh, well not fresh, four years but, ago uh, that's yeah, <laughs> her popularity fresh off that and chris hemsworth will star in the mad max spinoff Ferocia. She's gonna play a younger version of Furiosa, uh, which was played by uh, Charlize Theron in the uh, Last Mad Max film. So that could be cool. I think it might be an all right fit. Yeah, those are always fun. And and then you know, random, totally random story. Coming to America, the sequel to Coming to America. I like how they just put two in there. Yeah, kind of dumb. Um, Is gonna forego theaters as well, and it. Amazon purchased the rights to the film, and it will drop December 18th on Amazon Prime. So if you like the original Coming to America with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, well, the sequel is coming out. I knew they were working on it. Yeah,
0: but uh, I didn't realize it was done. Not in a
1: trailer or nothing. It's just December 18th. Here you go.
0: I'll check it out.
1: Yeah, I will too. I mean, it might be one of those films that was uh, waited a little too long, but it could be The Bad Boys route too. Very I true. D- I'm doubt I'm doubting the bad boys part. I've yet to see a comedy that's been good after so long. Right. So, but I digress. And then the meats and the bones of today's show is the thicker entertainment news stories. Uh, yesterday, this this little company called Apple. They had a Ooh. keynote. They 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 announced some stuff. Um, something about a new iPhone 12. We're finally on the 12s. But yeah. The iPhone 12 has been announced with four new models, and uh, you're going to get the iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, iPhone 12 Pro Max. All four iPhone f- models will offer 5G, a faster A14 bionic processor, and a sleek new design. Spoiler alert, they look like the iPhone 4. Just saying. that's what the, that's what Just, the design looks yeah, like. Yeah, bigger me, version
0: with yeah. the screen that goes to all the edges.
1: <laughs> yeah, Apple has updated the cameras too uh, with a better uh, compute. This words are hard. Uh, computational photography and a seven-elemental lens uh, to make the iPhone 12 tougher. There's a new ceramic shield glass that displays. Apple claims it's the toughest in the industry. And there's a new MagSafe wireless charging system as well that's designed to make wireless charging a bit easier and faster. Um, The Pro and the Pro Max will deliver a powerful camera system with better optical zoom, stainless steel design, LIDAR sensor for faster autofocus, but you're going to pay more for the features. So um, you can pre-order now October 16th, is the release date have you, uh, or you pre-order October 16th. Sorry, you were going to ask.
0: I was going to say, have you heard the big controversy about
1: it? The, about the mag stuff?
0: No, no. About the iPhone 12. Apparently it's not going to be packaged with a uh, uh, plug in uh, a wall adapter or headphones oh, yeah. or earbuds. And so it's a more expensive phone with,
1: with stuff, less, stuff, less features. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, so it comes out October 23rd and like you said it is missing those um me as an Apple guy I'm not excited about it I know Mike texted me when it was done he goes well I won't be upgrading uh, the magnet uh, feature is not bad uh, the my Macbook has it and that's pretty cool but nice. Eh. I already kind of found the annoyance of uh, the last gen where everything's now USB-C. Right. And uh, yeah, you have all these USB plugs, but uh, the little uh, C part is like, that's kind of the hard trick. Yeah. Last time I
0: traveled, I I grabbed my cord, just the cord from the room for charging, threw it in my backpack, went down and then realized I couldn't plug it into any of the little wall adapters because it wasn't USB-C.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Found that problem out too uh, with the earbuds. I was like, I have one. I have one USB-C charger in the house. So, um, but obviously, this is not all about Apple. So we'll go on to entertaining news outside of the world. They just had to announce it. That was a big thing yesterday. Uh, AMC is looking to hope is hoping that their VOD deal with Universal could end up helping the theaters. So obviously, back in July, they had a big falling out because Universal decided to release their movie VOD, premium VOD, made a ton of money. AMC was pissed, and uh, they said they wouldn't play the movies. Well, they you know they patched things up, got together, came up with the deal. Um, so now their deal is uh, films can play on the screen for about uh, uh, they could wait 17 days now before putting it on there. So it's a lot faster. So um they're they're looking uh let's see they the big one coming up is obviously the crews November 25th uh, looks like a movie a slasher comedy called freaky on November 23rd and Tom Hanks led news of the world December 25th um they're hoping now that Universal could pump their movies to them sooner so they can get them on demand so um they're hoping that it banks a ton of money for them but uh, other than that, uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, unless unless there's big changes that happen in the world, this is sort of gonna, sort of going to be the way that things go.
1: Absolutely, and you and that my segment flies quick. I got three minutes, so I'm gonna just go through this real quick. Hurry, uh, hurry! <laughs> hurry, hurry! Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are now confirmed to join Spider-Man 3. Say what? Uh, yeah, rumors broke, and now the reports are noting that Maguire and Garfield are going to appear in Spider-Man 3. There is... Obviously, this is all going to set up to the Spider-Verse with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Not much is known about the new film, but the upcoming MCU project is expected to feature an array of villains, including Kraven the Hunter, Scorpion, Electro, and the Green Goblin. With the appearance of the Green Goblin, Spider-Man 3 is said to see the introduction of Oscorp and Nick Fury's Galactic Universe version of S.H.I.E.L.D. known as S.W.O.R.D. So awesome things leaking out of the world of Marvel. That's for damn sure. And I like this news. I think it's going to be cool. Kristen dunce is also um expected to be in there as Mary Jane. So. Didn't you mention that uh, Dane DeHaan as well? Dane DeHaan will be back as the Goblin. Uh well because they killed off uh James Franco version, right? They Spider-Man did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So and obviously
0: Willem Dafoe, so.
1: Yeah. Now Peter Parker. Okay. <laughs> oh okay what do we got two minutes um we'll stay in the world of the movies and then we'll move on to birthdays uh so scream five has been announced that's coming along and uh uh kyle galliner i don't know who that is but he's in the movie and he says the sequel captures the spirit of the original film um it's going to have nev campbell courtney cox david arquette um And it's going to be brought from the people that did last year's ready or not, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, he said, you know, I'll be the first one to say like, Oh gosh, it's another scream movie. It's just, here's part five. But let me tell you, after reading the script and and getting it together, I think people are going to really love this. It's really close to the original. Um, I I think, you know, this is the first one without Wes Craven behind it, but, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, screen movies were always a lot of fun, so uh, I think, you know, it bodes well. You know, you got the bulk of the original cast, but I think this might be the one where either Sid's the killer or maybe she needs to die. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I was
0: just going to say, I hope they do to Sid what they did uh, to Drew Barrymore in the very first one, where she's in the opening Yeah, wouldn't that be cool in the
1: opening because you don't see it coming? You're like, cool, Neve Campbell's... Oh, that just And she's dead. And she's gone. And... Speaking of almost dead, the segment's almost dead because it's almost out of time. So, birthdays! It's my birthday! All right, 50 seconds to rip out these super duper birthdays. Usher, as Ludacris calls him, aka Usher, is 42. Stephen A. Smith, Mr. ESPN personality 52 jared goff stacy's favorite quarterback of the los angeles rams is 25 stacy keebler uh real tall and hot former wrestler 40 legs for days uh shaggy too dope of the insane clown posse is 46 Joe Girardi, former coach of the Yankees, is 56. And Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks, or now just the Chicks, is 45. It is today's birthday And in Halloween is upon us. That's <laughs> yes, your entertainment news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's Wednesday. We're going to go through Words Are Hard because words are hard. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix radio show. It is Wednesday, October 14th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook live. Now I can be reached on social media at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio. That's Christian with a K Phoenix with an F radio, of course, with an R or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> at tony.sanfilippo81. Now it is Wednesday and one of our new recurring Wednesday segments is something we talk about quite often here. You know, uh, we flub every once in a while and it's something that we are calling words are hard. Inconceivable! It is inconceivable. <laughs> So, uh, you know, wanted to take a look at uh, either the late English language or, you know, times where people just had trouble with uh, words or the English language itself. And uh, so, today I'm running down a list of uh, times where people had uh, individual people had problems with a specific word. Sometimes it just either doesn't come out right, or you try typing it and it takes you four or five tries to get through it. So uh, let's go ahead and go on through. For instance, uh, you have this person who said, I feel like a science person, a sciencer, a scientist, a sentist? and the person replies back, you mean a scientist? And the original poster says, well, not my finest moment.
1: Yeah, no, what are you, a sensey person? You <laughs> sell scentsy?
0: and i don't know if you've ever done this tone bill nye
1: the sensey guy
0: have you ever typed out a word like a very common word that uh after you're done typing it out it just doesn't look right you know it's right but it 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 doesn't look right it doesn't feel right that happens to me all the time
1: i was gonna say sometimes I'll, i'll do that when i type tomorrow i'm like did i add an extra w did i add an extra r but you know, it's it's spelled right. It just sometimes it looks weird. And I always seem to question myself when I type right. that in.
0: Well, it's tough when that's you have- That's such a common one. Yeah, you, know? you have those double letters. Is it two Ms? Is it two Rs? What is it?
1: Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and sometimes, you know, uh, the phone doesn't always catch that. Because if you spell it wrong like one time, sometimes it saves it in there. Oh, So I hate sometimes that. it'll revert. And I'm like, no, that's not right. Because <laughs> that gives you that red line to tell you it's wrong. And you're like, yeah, I know. I know this, man. <laughs>
0: Well, moving on with somebody who uh, had some trouble with a little bit of spelling on a word. Uh, trying to talk about mar- martial arts says, uh, I'm going to do karate, Crate? How do you spell it? Kurati? Carrot? cry You know. hiya
1: Oh, yeah, you know, come down to the Cobra Jai Jojo. Well, because I uh car- carrot-top, we do the chop-chop.
0: Is it a Jojo?
1: It's a Jojo. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> words are hard. Hence the reason for this. to go, Joe. rapid a weapon on your ass. Uh,
0: moving on. Here's somebody else who struggled. They said, There's an F and ool outside. Oow, owl, hool, ool. How the F do you spell it? Hoot, hoot. There's a hooter outside Oop. my window.
1: <laughs> hey, it's a nice set of hooters you got there. Whoo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How many licks does it take to get? Oh no, sorry, this is a family show.
1: <laughs> three. Cross: <Crunch>. three. Just <laughs> it never changed, you know. It's always
0: three. Uh, this next one reminds me of uh, our exchange in the morning. I usually uh, text Tony about uh, seven thirty my time here just, just sort of make sure he's up. And it's usually a, a good morning, morning bro, whatever it is. And uh, so this person puts uh, good morning, and the person replies back Mormon normong mornong morning morning effing christ i had a stroke
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just reminds me after you now said that the commercial i'm having a stroke how are you today i'm having a stroke
0: <laughs> it's funny i you know i've heard it a number of times now and uh, it never really hit me that that was the guy's internal conversation i was like how dense is this guy that he just
1: Oh, doesn't understand. <laughs> I didn't know that. You just explained it to me. I'm like, why is this guy just? Why isn't the friend not listening? Right.
0: More Mo- man pride. Moving on with Listen. words are hard. Person puts, it's okay. I respect your onion. A poenon, opion. opion? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, opinion could be a hard word to spell, but uh, uh, I don't think it's ever been confused with onion.
1: Yeah. Well it is funny too because these things too like in a uh, in a tech sense you know sometimes it auto-corrects the stuff before, like it tries to guess what you're doing and then it spits that word and it's like no that's why the hell would you send that, so?
0: Yeah, and it, yeah. like you said, you know, sometimes it'll put the wrong thing in. And because of that, I, I've sort of checked to make sure that uh, it's putting the right one in, or uh, right. every once in a while I'll accidentally hit the space bar instead of a uh, one of the letters. So the word no, K-N-O-W, usually comes out as K space ow.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that one too. K chow.
0: Now here's one that you can't blame on autocorrect. Person puts, I can't think of the word. What's the word for when a football team has a furry? Person puts, you mean a mascot?
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude, that's a thing. I found this out in Nevada. My cousins told me that they're that they are called furries. They like to dress up in animal costumes, and there's a fur con.
0: There is, so yeah. I,
1: I go, what the hell's a furry? Is it a is it a catapus? <laughs> throwback to yesterday, well, yeah right?
0: exactly um yeah it's a real she says thing they cre-
1: and- she says it creeps her the hell out
0: me too yeah, yeah luckily she
1: was frightened
0: yeah <laughs> luckily jesse with the gorilla costume hasn't gotten any ideas so uh
1: no, we're safe good, yes. we're safe
0: there so all right moving on those
1: posts by the way
0: <laughs> moving on with words are hard uh person looking for the right word they put uh, cowboy boot heelys person says do you mean spurs spurs that's the word You know, sometimes uh, you know a a somewhat description of it, but you don't quite know what the word is, for instance, there. Uh, Also, uh, with misspellings moving on, person puts, uh, Did you know I have atzgamma, etzma, ama, itzma, breathe not.
1: (laughs) My name's Jeff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And again, I don't know if it's autocorrect that's uh, having the issues there, but it sounds like these are... Unintentional, it just, intentional influence.
1: It is like idiocracy, right? Like some of these conversations. I feel bad for all my friends out there that I message. I, I always seem like I'm having a stroke or I'm drunk. It's voice text. It's awful. Well, it is awful punctuation. You just gotta go with it.
0: You say awful. Okay. You say awful punctuation. I say no punctuation.
1: No <laughs> punctuation. you I w- can't read it. It's just like a wild ride. You're like.
0: I will get a one-mile-long text from Tony that's a, essentially just one long run-on sentence. And I get to decipher where the punctuation goes in.
1: I was going to say, I do it to you on purpose,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one is for our anime fans. Person puts, how how's cowboy boob or whatever? Cowboy boop boob? Bee boob? Poop bean? Deep sue, oh, is supposed to be Cowboy, cowboy snip up? snip? <laughs> Cowboy boob-boob.
1: Boom-chakalaka!
0: Cowboy sneep-snip. You know.
1: Sleep-snip. Snip-snip. Snip snip, snip of the lip.
0: (laughs) Uh, Here's another somewhat common word that uh, is often misspelled, and obviously when you're putting in text, it's not quite figuring out what you're putting in. Person puts, uh, dinner is ready. Person replies, what's for dinner? They put, sap, spa, spig pag, spago, (laughs) pogo-teddy spag hit pogo teddy pogo teddy a nice big the cream of the yeah, nice big pogo bowl teddies. of pogo teddy
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh speaking of food person puts uh, he looks like a sassig. person replies Sassig. <laughs> they respond back how do you spell sausage apparently they spelled it right the second time but uh you know i, I think that's a whole other category on uh, uh, pornhub right
1: Right. I was going that's weird. Somebody looks like a sausage. It's just a <laughs> random thing to say. Hey, that guy looks like a sausage. Oh, he looks like a dick? No, a sausage. Yeah, a sassig. Yeah, a sassig.
0: Moving on with words are hard. Person puts, I'm going to eat some serseral, serious, surreal, careless, milk with country booze,
1: CC real,
0: white liquid with oats.
1: White liquid? <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs>
0: I think they mean milk hope they mean milk, right?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. we <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: Oh, how about when you're going to the, uh, the grocery store and you text to your person, uh, you know, your significant other, something you might have missed. Well, this person put, uh, we forgot teeth soap. Pretty sure they meant toothpaste. But you know what? <laughs> Words are hard.
1: Oh, how hard is it to say toothpaste? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Hey, I, uh, I, uh, I got that, uh, that thing, of, uh, you know, you, you put it on a brush and uh, you scrub, uh, you know, these things. Uh,
0: hey, if you can't think of the word, you can't think of the word, right? Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of not being
0: able to think of the word, um, you know, there are the uh, Pop-Tart people and the Toaster strudel people. Person puts, I got some toaster strudel sauce on there. Person replies back, you mean icing? And the funny thing is, toaster strudel sauce is a lot more to type out than just the word icing.
1: Yeah. I, why, you make it harder. Sometimes people like to make things harder, you know?
0: Yep. 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 Speaking of which, words are hard. Finally, as we go into the break, this is for all of our video game fans out there. Person puts, dead red red mesh. Red Dead Dead Mempt. Red Dead Red Damp Redeem Dishimish Redemption. F it. The cowboy game. You know what game they're talking about.
1: Yeah, if you say you play a cowboy game, if you're a gamer.
0: Yep. Well, folks, that does it for this edition of Words Are Hard. When we come back, we have a segment called Relationship Goals. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at PhoenixMedia.us or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 14th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to Matters. No, that's the old one. Wow. Phoenixmedia.us. Wow. Words are
1: hard, man.
0: <laughs> Click on the show's link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video. You can get audio as well. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to talk about relationship goals. You know, it's one of those things where uh, if you're in a relationship with somebody for a while, there's a certain level of comfort that you gain that uh, really can't be described. You know, uh, when a relationship is fresh, you know, you're doing everything you can to, uh, you know, really be the best you and not really show the, uh, uh, I don't know, not the scary sides of your personality, but, you know, not get too comfortable right away. Uh, Tony being our resident uh, bachelor, you know, obviously uh, he's in the stage of life where, uh, you know, he's he's setting up dates and, uh, you know, going out and, and experiencing the newness of relationships. You know, I've been in a relationship for five years and... Uh, it, you know, getting ready to get married and uh, couldn't imagine anything better, but there is a certain level of comfort again that you just can't describe. So, wanted to go through some of those things that uh, happen when you reach that point in a relationship that I think everybody strives to have, uh, regardless of how awkward the conversation might be. Uh, Tony, I know you were previously married. Uh, Anything come to mind as far as level of comfort that uh, you wouldn't necessarily do uh, on a a fresh date or or somebody that you've uh, just recently started seeing?
1: Oh, absolutely. You just, uh, you wouldn't rip ass in front of a girl on the first date, you know? You kind of, you either save that and don't do very much around your spouse, or there are some dudes that get so comfortable they could give two shibs and they just
0: just let it fly I pooped my pants yeah
1: (laughs) I think you could even get to a comfy spot where you could tell your girl that you pooped your pants um you know that's definitely not something you do on the first date no no you can guarantee if you rip ass on the first date your ass is grass you might get a you might get a chuckle but you're probably gonna go bye-bye
0: save it for the the third date at least Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, here's a list of people who who farts
1: are funny, though. I ain't gonna lie.
0: uh, Have that level of comfort. And speaking of which, Tony, that first one, uh, a wife who uh, keeps her husband updated on the important things. She sends her uh, husband a message, says, uh, Just farted while I sneezed, but I'm wearing earplugs, so I don't know if it was audible to anyone else.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So, hey, hey if you feel comfy to tell your significant other that that's pretty impressive <laughs> and hey, it goes on lines i've i poop my pants.
0: it's a fair question too you know if yeah. you've got headphones in earplugs in you don't know how quite how loud anything you do is yeah. you know just it, <laughs> it goes to show that you know if you start yelling at somebody when you've got your ear, earphones in or, or headphones on yeah uh, that, that might have been a loud one so uh in any case, let's uh, move on to the next one. Uh, a wife who gets really worried when her husband takes a little too long running errands, she says, and it's just a series of uh, text messages. Did you die? Do I need to send a rescue squad? Flush yourself down the esser? Should I be worried? Will we ever have children if you're stuck in a Home Depot bathroom? Will I find myself <laughs> another man, I guess? Home myself out at Home Depot? Apparently, they really like Home Depot.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they are definitely not Lowe's people
0: no no
1: she's a, she's really concerned about laying that lumber
0: <laughs> well it makes you wonder <laughs> <laughs> euphemisms
1: <Bazinga. laughs> uh, it makes
0: you wonder how long of a time transpired between each of these text messages too yeah. and, and was it
1: like 5 seconds though like she a stage 5 clinger what are I you don't doing know. I don't know. why don't you call me what are you thinking about why is the sky blue <laughs> why don't you just shut the hell
0: up and to be fair Jessie is a um, she loses her phone every once in a while or it uh, stays in her purse and sometimes it's a little bit harder to get a hold of her uh, especially if she you know goes over to her sister's house or her dad's house and you know trying to reach out and nothing and so I'll try once I'll give it about 15 minutes try again give it about 10 minutes try again Uh, but there's been times where I've been legitimately concerned that uh, she was uh, a Ford (laughs) little call back to Monday (laughs) there Tom (laughs) yeah
1: yeah at least she's not in the shop for like two months And if you guys don't know what Ford is, found on road, dad. Exactly.
0: Exactly. All right. Let's move on with relationship goals and a level of comfort. You have this wife whose sarcastic response is no help at all. The husband puts, I'm starting a conference call. So if you come home, please be quiet. And if the dogs bark, do not yell at them. It's almost like I uh, sent this one. She replies back, I'm going to scream F you, you little butt Fs. Is that cool?
1: That's always cool. I mean. (laughs) Especially if you're on a conference call for work. Language. Potential
0: uh, client. You know how it goes. Yeah. It's been interesting being out of the home studio now. I'm home. Jesse's working from home. We've got three dogs who that, uh, you know, if the FedEx guy comes and drops off a package, they start losing their minds. Knock on wood, they haven't done it yet during this show. So Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. There you go. Moving on with relationship goals, you have this wife who has just stepped into the modern world, and she likes it here. She gives a middle finger, as Tony did earlier, said, I had no idea there was a middle finger emoji, followed by a series of middle finger emojis. She responds back, it's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of emojis that... uh, didn't quite know existed and of course they add new ones each year um, you know you get the, the devil horns I use that uh, one quite often uh, you do have the middle finger emoji the odd thing is they got rid of the gun emoji and replaced it with a squirt gun
1: yeah I think that's lame yeah <laughs> you still have bombs, knives, crossbones <laughs> I mean you can add the. I emojis are fun But, uh, yeah, I think the get rid of the gullible was kind of stupid. I mean, it's a little animation character thing.
0: What I find is there are times that I'm looking for a specific emoji guaranteed to be there. And, of course, you come across the fact that it's not. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but, uh, you know, you always hope that they uh, release something like that. All right, moving on with relationship goals. uh, Tony, and again, depending on how far you are into the relationship, has sexting ever been a thing for you?
1: um mm, not really i mean it's just kind of i guess if you're if you're trying to keep things spicy and you have a long distance relationship then yeah you could have like some dirty talk yeah. amongst i i don't know about the whole i i don't know it's it's i'm just not i guess that's not for me it's or maybe i just haven't done that maybe
0: you haven't find the route right uh sex yeah
1: yeah maybe it just depends on your partner i mean yeah. if they're uh, super sexual and very open about that i mean i've dated a girl like that before and uh it's just for me i am just i'm rather in person i'm not a prude or anything i'm definitely not mr proper outside of the show all the time so uh yeah the sexton thing's a little different
0: all right fair enough
1: it's for, it's for a lot of people now <laughs> that could be a whole other topic for a whole other day oh yeah I'm just gonna yeah. stop yeah.
0: I, I think we can go there at some point but yeah, uh, some point yeah you know, with a certain comfort level and relationship goals you know you have this wife who might not be totally clear on the concept of sexting the husband writes you wearing a thong her response back no I'm wearing full spanx with pantyhose over it it's like I'm wearing a human sausage casing Whew, that gets me all hot and bothered
1: that they, they get you good. I thought you were going to say he sent like a Richard pick. <laughs> hey, girl, how does this look? Uh,
0: yeah. Um, sometimes you got to be careful with those picks. You yeah. never know who's yeah. going to end up with them. And then, of course, there's always that fear that you text to the wrong person. So uh, yeah. be careful.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: all right i was gonna
1: say we have a we had a friend that uh, she received one well, before they even dated i think they just started talking like they were like hi my name is and my name is and then it's like fricka, hey fricka slim shady. check this out yeah you sent a picture of slim shady <laughs> i advise it not good she showed her mom don't do it and, and you yeah don't do it yeah i <laughs> wish i didn't see it
0: All right. Uh, Moving on with relationship goals. You have this wife who feels most alive when she's pregnant, writes to her husband, I started fighting with stupid people on the internet again. I think Ah. it's these pregnancy hormones. It's kind of making me feel alive. You know, uh, it's easy to pick internet fights. And uh, nowadays, you don't have to go far to do it. And there are people who specifically seek out to do that. Uh, Don't let that be you.
1: Yeah, no, it's not worth it. I've actually only been in one. I don't seek that out. I had a, a guy that I don't even know comment on a picture of me and my aunt. We both had masks on because obviously you have to wear masks. That just happened to be where we took a picture. And uh, he called the sheep and it pissed me off. So I unloaded on him. I started out nice. It was a nice <laughs> PG 13 conversation that quickly went to R rated.
0: Gotcha. And yeah. aggressive. Yeah. And did he respond <laughs> back? Was there their give and take him? No, that?
1: I was no, I got my aunt told me she knows the person. She's like, You're not gonna win, just walk away. Fair okay. enough. <laughs> so it's good to just turn the cheek. After I'd already kinda it just pissed me off i don't know but there are people that thrive off of it though man they love it they love to get the other person riled they
0: do they do yeah. all right and finally as we head into our long break we have uh this relationship goal that actually merges with our words from hard our hard segment from the last segment
1: ha! you said segment i do uh,
0: wife writes i'm a mess today my left shoulder is killing me and my back hurts and i haven't even gotten on the plane yet He responds back, take some Tylenol at the airport. I'll run gravy on you. Tiger Balm. I meant Tiger Balm. She responds back, gravy? And then
1: give her the sausage casing. There you go.
0: That's a level (laughs) of comfort for you. In any case, we are headed into the long break, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes with our call-in topic of clever, scary movie moments. Don't go anywhere.
1: Goes the last DJ. You see it. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: radio show it is wednesday october 14th we are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world still joined by my co-host tony Filippo has that zip fizz kicked in for you yet yep
1: it sure did coral
0: <laughs> and then my uh
1: no pep, pep in the stamp
0: on the break did you get a chance to uh, make yourself a smoothie as well
1: you know me man look at that
0: oh uh, yeah
1: that Back when the good. Broncos were good too, united in orange, yeah.
0: <laughs> we could still be united in orange just for Those were
1: the days, man. Just for the number yeah, 1 no. pick. Yeah, no. Feel good. Feeling great uh fast hour and uh here we go. Hour 2. Yep,
0: yeah, we got a full hour ahead of you, lots of good, good fun stuff. Now uh it is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want you guys to chime in. Uh The way that the call-in topics have been working recently, if you're not up to it uh, or up to speed on it, I'm telling you, words are hard today. They are. We are putting the topic out the day before, giving you guys a chance to call in on the Phoenix line. That's 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-336-4973. To chime in at any point during the day so you don't have to be listening right now to call in uh, but we do ask that you call leave a message for uh, the next day's topic um, of course you could chime in for this one it's just it won't be played the next day you can also chime in on the comment section of our live video head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio click on the live video there and just comment in that box. Now, our topic today is clever, scary movie moments. Uh, You know, there's horror movies, both from low budget to high budget. We were talking about Scream 5 in the entertainment news, but the best horror movies are ones that have little bits and pieces that you don't quite see coming. Um, Obviously, the, the biggest example would be The Sixth Sense. You know, that was M. Night Shyamalan's breakthrough movie. You have uh, um, Haley Joel Osment, I See Dead People. And spoiler alert, you find out he's been dead the whole time. If you go back and rewatch it, you'll notice that all of the interactions that Bruce Willis has with other living people in the world, it makes sense why they're not listening to him, why they don't see him. Uh, for, uh, he sits in the, the restaurant where uh, he and his wife we're having an anniversary and she's sad and it just looks like she's ignoring him but she's actually sad because he's dead so that's what we're talking about clever scary movie moments now tony i don't
1: know what the hell that face was i made but there you go
0: when i posed this question i know uh, you had to give it some thought what did you come did. up with your favorite scary movie moment clever i go back
1: moment. I could go back for clever more than like shocking, but uh, I I find that Wes Craven's new nightmare uh, was very clever in a lot of ways. Uh, One of the big things is obviously when you see the previews, you just think, oh crap, it's another nightmare on Elm Street. How the hell did they bring Nancy back? But the fact that they took their real life characters, they played Heather Langenkamp, Robert England, and, uh, you know, John Saxon and, and all these people, they played themselves, and they just reunited, and they reminisced about being in Nightmare on Elm Street, and they talked about it, only to realize that Freddy was so popular that he needed to be his own entity and became his own character. So then he terrorizes Heather Langenkamp's kid, but she's forced to play the role of Nancy again to take out Freddy. I thought that whole premise was really cool. It was dark. It was creepy for an Elm Street movie. It was. Um yeah, that uh, that goes back, and that's what really made me think. It was it's fantastic. One of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and uh, you mentioned creepy for an Elm Street movie. You know, Freddie's always been sort of this uh, not a cheeseball character, but you know, he he likes making jokes. In New Nightmare, he was downright from scary from you, Carlos. <laughs> he was downright <laughs> scary. I mean, uh, that that was a legit freaky movie, and Wes Craven is fantastic as far as crafting stories. Uh, just look at the original screen. My pick is a recent movie uh, we just came across over the weekend on Netflix. It's a movie called Eli, starring uh, Lily Taylor. You may remember her from uh, House on Haunted Hill, and then uh, has the redhead girl from Stranger Things in it, essentially playing the same character that she's in Stranger Things.
1: She's instead of Barb, she's she's. Uh, no, no, not
0: she's... not Barb, but the uh, the new girl from season two. Uh, oh, okay, okay, the, yeah. I... The gotcha. girl who moves to town. But uh, essentially in this movie, Eli, this kid is brought into this special uh, hospital-type setting because he's uh, essentially allergic to the entire world. You know, has to live in a bubble. If he goes out into the air, he starts getting these sores, can't breathe. And so they go in and and, and try to cure him. Well, as things move on and things progress, uh, spoiler alert, if you were planning on seeing this, I would uh, mute it now and then come back in about 30 seconds. But... You find out that uh, Lily Taylor is really a a nun of a church that uh, is trying to get rid of the Antichrist, and you find out that this kid is a spawn of the devil, and that uh, they're trying to essentially either cure him from that uh, evil or um, end up killing him in the end. And I thought that was a neat, clever twist that you don't see too often, where the protagonist essentially becomes the antagonist at the end so that's what we're looking for we are looking for clever scary movie moments feel free to chime in now on our facebook page that's facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio just go to the live video and comment in there and of course you can always leave a message on the phoenix line after the fact which we will play later now folks we are headed into the break when we come back it's all about you guys and your picks so don't go anywhere we will be right back
1: I'll mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 14th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic of your favorite clever, scary movie moment. Speaking of scary, I don't know what that little dance was you were doing, Tone. <laughs> Do you like scary movies?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm getting amped up, man. I'm moving the blood in my legs, you know. I have to sit on my my fat ass for two hours, so i got to move every once in a while.
0: <laughs> I like it. I do the opposite. I have to stand during the show, and then I sit down during the breaks because my, <laughs> my back just can't I take it. I would
1: stand. I would, but then, like, all you would see is the shirt, and it would just look weird, so... Fair enough. It's easier to rock back and forth in a squeaky chair and stare at you all.
0: <laughs> well, for the topic, folks, we invite you to chime in on our comment section of the live video. Head over to Facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click on the live video and comment in there. Now, uh, before we get to the list, Tony, has anybody um, chimed in on your end as far as their uh, favorite clever scary movie moment?
1: You know, surprisingly, nobody... Um... Yeah. There's no one on my live feed. There's no text. And, uh, you know, from our normal listeners, I'm a little surprised, but no, nothing.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's why we pull up a list to help supplement when, uh, folks aren't chiming in, but, uh, we always appreciate you guys, uh, whether you're listening, uh, chiming in or not, uh, you know, maybe you're in your car and, uh, you're screaming at, uh, your phone, I was going to say your radio, but you can't listen listen to us over the air. You're listening to us on the uh, web. But, uh, yeah, always feel free to chime in. But uh, let's go ahead and...
1: Web of lies.
0: Let's go ahead and go down the list. Do you want to play a game? Tony, have you seen the movie Get Out? That was the Jordan was, Peele movie. Um, that was his first... Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I did, where they, uh, where it's he takes these with his white girlfriend, and they go to the... or she brings him to the plantation or something
0: like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great movie. Uh, Jordan Peele, who you know from Key and Peele, that was his first outing. That was
1: the... I know why this is on the list, and I agree with it. Okay. So... uh, It's definitely different. It
0: says here, maybe on your fourth viewing of Get Out, you realized a hidden detail that your friends never noticed before, and it actually made your jaw drop. For example, when Chris saw Georgina fixing her bangs in the reflection of the window, she was actually making sure her lobotomy scar wasn't showing. That's the same reason Walter was never shown without a hat on. Uh, is that something you picked up right away, Tone, or is that something that? Uh,
1: no, I didn't. I didn't see any of that coming until the end. I was just like, man, they just don't like this guy because he's black. They're very racist, <laughs> but that was not the case.
0: No, no, they were just trying to harvest the bodies. It's almost like Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers.
1: So weird how they like. That's how they stayed alive. Like they didn't want to die, so they had to keep planting their brains in that in the next body. Super weird movie.
0: Great original idea, though. Love it. Yes. Here's a movie we were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, at least the first iteration of it. Perhaps there was really specific dialogue that you originally thought was a throwaway line, but then you learned how important it was later on, and it was actually pretty genius. When Ghostface asks Casey, Drew Barrymore, which door he's at, It seems like she has a 50% chance of escaping. But when you finish the movie, you realize there are two killers, so it doesn't really matter which door she chooses. She's going to die either way. This moment is super diabolical because it gives Casey and the viewers hope for survival, and only the killers know her true fate.
1: That's crazy. I got one. Stacy was able to sneak away from work for a sec to chime in. Right on. She said, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. They made a play on kidnapped cheerleaders and them killed and then they were dressed like them. I mean, way to pull in some old school gore with some new school ideas.
0: Yeah, that was a freaky movie. Uh, Rob Zombie's first and uh, there's a couple movies that have spawned off of that, but uh, Chris Hardwick was in that. Totally he was about that. holy
1: yeah. cow. Yeah, I forgot all about that. It's been a long time since I've seen that.
0: Yeah, didn't uh, wasn't he the one who was uh, chained up to the chair at the end, and they were uh, doing something to his brain? Or am I confusing yeah. that with uh, Hannibal and Ray Liotta?
1: No, no. Well, I don't know. They did do that to your buddy Ray yeah. and Hannibal, <laughs> though.
0: So, all right, moving on with clever scary movie moments. Uh, Tony, did you ever see the movie Hereditary? Yeah, I didn't like it. I hadn't seen it uh, based on, uh, and of course, I ask you if you've ever seen it. I just remember now that you told me not to see it, so I haven't. (laughs) Yeah, just to me,
1: it was just like The Witch. It was this overhyped movie. It was really weird, but yeah, I saw it.
0: So this one may make sense to you. doesn't make sense to me because I haven't seen it, but it says, uh, maybe you watched Hereditary and noticed that the movie in the background of the party featured a scene with a guillotine foreshadowing Charlie's unexpected decapitation. Does that make sense to you, Tom?
1: That does make sense, yeah. Because, like, so Charlie was, the, the like, the ugly little sister. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to be mean because I guess she really looks like that in real life. I, I thought it was just – I thought it was a mask. like. But so I feel bad oh. on that, and I'm not trying to <laughs> sham. But, like, the little sister, I'm like, she's, like, the annoying little ugly sister that went to this party. The brother's trying to make out with this girl. And I don't remember the guillotine – scene in the background so that's very clever because like when she's leaving she's like I can't breathe like so they fed her alcohol and she got drunk and then he's like you peek out the window because he you know you don't want to get in trouble by his mom okay and she's out she you know as they're driving spoiler alert she's puking because she's getting sick while he's yelling at his sister to you know to make sure that her head's outside to puke and then as he's driving there's a mailbox and
0: uh-huh. bye uh-huh okay
1: yeah all right yep that is yeah he he killed his little sister in that movie and then she comes back and then it gets weird but uh yeah poor girl man she's just an ugly kid (laughs) i may go back and check it it out
0: yeah no, it's, it's funny you mentioned uh, you thought she was wearing a mask and it ended up being really being her face.
1: I, I feel bad, yeah, man, because I don't like to be mean.
0: Yeah. One of oh. the most clever television shows that has ever existed is a show from the 60s called, you may have heard of it, The Twilight Zone. And uh, I, I love do. The Twilight Zone. It's uh, something that uh, gives me fond memories of Thanksgiving of all days. Uh, one of the local stations would do a Twilight Zone marathon. On Thanksgiving, and I just would sit down and watch it. And of course, you get you know the big ones that come out of there. Uh, you've got uh, the Last Man on Earth, who uh, you know he he loves reading. He comes across a library, and then he ends up stepping on his glasses and uh, is doomed to live the rest of his life not doing the one thing he loves. You have uh, How to Serve Man, which is uh, the aliens. and Of course, everybody thinks that uh, you know the aliens are there to help the people. What they don't realize is How to Serve Man is actually their cookbook. Or you have the most famous, which is the William Shatner, uh, which is uh, a nightmare at uh, 30,000 feet, 40,000 feet, whatever it is. where Is he that sees, the gremlin one? Yeah, he sees the gremlin yeah. on the wing. There's something yeah. on the wing. Uh, gotta love Shatner. I must
1: stop gizmo, caca!
0: <laughs> but my, f- my favorite Twilight Zone uh, episode uh, is called The Masks, and it's about this family of, uh, you know, they're basically the heirs to this fortune. Uh, they come to celebrate New, Year- New Year's on New Year's Eve, and uh, the patriarch of the family makes them all wear a mask and basically says that, uh, you won't inherit any of my money until you wear, uh, this mask till midnight. And so you think, okay, that's innocent enough. And each mask represents each of the family members faults, whether it's vanity or greed or lust or, or gluttony or whatever. It, it falls along the seven deadly sins.
1: Seven. Yeah, whatever.
0: Well, <laughs> coming to uh, midnight, <laughs> as soon as midnight hits, um, The patriarch dies, they all think that they've earned all of this money, but when they take off the masks, their faces are formed to what the masks were, and they're destined to live the rest of their rich lives with these faces, these ugly faces, uh, which I thought was just a brilliantly clever move for a show that, uh, you know, back in the 60s, most shows weren't that clever.
1: Yeah, no, that's very clever. Um, how they do that twilight zone had some crazy stuff too yeah yeah um you know i was thinking while you're saying that mask you know what's pretty clever for modern day television um even though it's based all out of the comic is uh the walking dead and the Whisperers. Mm-hmm. you know like how those they get around to um terrorize the uh the fan favorites in the show um they simply wear the masks of the walkers and mm-hmm. that's how they get around with the hordes that's how their group has survived and you know granted they're evil in the show that they're there strictly to cause chaos and terror but they control the narrative with the uh, walkers because they're actually wearing their skins. so yeah. yeah it's uh
0: well it's a clever creepy take frank darabont who was the original showrunner for it for season one is great at crafting these stories he did the movie the mist with thomas jane and it essentially became a movie about what's scarier the monsters outside like the true monsters or the people inside, the monsters inside—you know, the religious zealots and uh, uh, people who are freaking out about the end of the world—and uh, it is sort of this give and take between: uh, do we go outside and try to survive, or do we stay in here and try to survive? And ultimately, nobody survives aside from Thomas Jane. But uh, again, spoiler the alert:
1: Punisher, the OG. <laughs> well, not the OG Punisher. That was, uh, oh, that, was that was Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Yep. Yeah.
0: But uh, in any case, folks, that does it for our topic of clever, scary movie moments. Ah! (laughs) Folks, when we come back, we have a segment called Say What? Stewie does it better. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 14th. Now uh, we mention it a couple times each show. It's the Phoenix line, 24-hour day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in, chime in on anything you like. You can tell us uh, we're being too goofy. Uh, You can tell us just how hard words are, or you can chime in on our call-in topic uh, that we had in the last segment, which were clever, scary movie moments. One thing I forgot to give you guys is tomorrow's call-in topic. We do want to hear from you, so call in at any point today so we can get you on the air tomorrow. Tomorrow's call-in topic is the best haunted house attraction you've ever visited. I think Mm, Tony and I might have the same one based on a certain concert that we've gone to, Uh, but (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, I love haunted houses. Some are more extreme than others. Yeah. But that's the way it goes. And everybody has their favorite. but we're talking strictly attractions, not uh, a real haunted house that you lived in or anything along those lines. That might just be a topic for another day. So in any case, give us a call, Phoenix Line. That is 855-Phoenix-radio, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. Leave the message. Keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. And if you comment on the best haunted house attraction, you will get on tomorrow that's right.
1: good yeah and what's good now is after the fact man stacy came up with a ton of them for the last segment but it's too late the segment's over now but oh yeah, it's good, some good stuff i'll have to uh we'll, we'll find a way to get it maybe on the phoenix line or
0: something. exactly stacy you can always yeah. call the phoenix line and uh you know we'll, we'll play it uh, either at some point or for the future show
1: so many good ones
0: tony being in retail sorry, I'm pivoting here. If it if Pivot. <laughs> being in retail, Frankly. <laughs> I'm sure that you overhear quite a few things. And uh, so this next segment, uh, which we're calling say, it's talking about times where people have overheard some of the more strange things to come along. Uh, Tony, between members, between uh, uh, employees, anything you've overheard that comes to mind that uh, really made you stop and think, or you had to backtrack and, uh, Uh, almost get some clarification
1: uh yeah you hear a lot of random stuff and you know when you're walking the floor pulling boxes you know you typically hear people the common one since i work towards the back in the uh, sundries area the common thing is is like damn it bill i'm looking for the clorox wipes i know they had them here yesterday and i was looking for them and i don't know jill they're they're always around here somewhere they always move the damn crap here at this store i hate it um so i hear you know that's a common common one i hear uh but one time (laughs) there was a girl talking about how (laughs) she was making out with her boyfriend and and she's like he just tasted awful she's like ah just the way he oh he smelled funny when i was And I was sucking on his tongue, and I was just like, what the hell? Yummy! <laughs> that was probably one of the more weirder ones I uh, I could recall hearing. It's just this girl. She had her headset in, and she was just openly talking about how gross that this guy she made out with was. So.
0: Well, and, I mean, you've got the earbuds in right now. I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I've thought somebody's talking to me, but they're really talking to somebody on the phone.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell. Is it a schizo? <laughs> or, is it, or is it someone with a Bluetooth?
0: <laughs> All right. So going through our list of say
1: what,
0: here are uh, some conversations that are overheard during Uber rides. Uh, for instance, you have a girl who enters the car with a yoga mat. The driver asks, going to yoga? Passenger says, no, I carry this to my office on days I look like crap so that everyone assumes I just worked out. That's actually a pretty clever life hack.
1: That is a good life hack. That's a a little extreme, you know, but uh, hey, if it works, it works.
0: Tony, here's one uh, for say what? That uh, on your next date, make sure you don't do. Don't let this be you. Person says, how was your date? Other person responds, I played my own drinking game where I took a drink every time he mentioned his podcast. I don't remember a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Note to self. Uh less is more. I'm told that all the time. So mention podcasts ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Just that point one will make it successful.
0: <laughs> you can mention it once, just don't don't
1: over yeah, and yeah, over and no, over again. No.
0: <laughs> Moving on, say woo First person says, I've lived in New York my whole life. What's it like growing up in a small town? The response it's like being in a group chat you never asked to be a part of. That's a good point.
1: Ooh, that's a very good point. Yeah. Sometimes you get roped into those and it's too much.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I grew up all over the country, but, uh, you know, landed in Carson City. Carson City is a small town, but uh, where I lived beforehand in New York, I mean, you couldn't fart and people would know exactly what had happened. It's it, it's scary.
1: Yeah. Super big. Um, I can relate growing up in Carson City and then moving to like Denver. I mean, huge now it's, it's a town i live in smaller than denver but it's still way bigger than carson city so you know
0: fair enough moving on say what? here's one that uh you know tony if you ever get to marriage three might be overheard uh by the wife but uh, <laughs> i didn't
1: even do marriage too i know i know so as, as my dad <laughs> was
0: walking me down the aisle of my third wedding he goes you know aaron i keep giving you away but they keep giving you back fair point fair point
1: yeah 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 that's why i don't know if i ever did it again two because three then you start half the wondering that you're the problem you know (laughs) it's kind of like dating when you're almost 40 (laughs) why are you dating you're almost 40 still because man uh someone actually one of my friends told me they're like well you just you you wait for the right one you're just being picky which is not a bad thing. And I'm like, or I don't really go out much. So
0: you deserve to be picky. (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, I am going to be picky. (laughs) All right. I can settle. I just don't want to.
0: Let's move on with our next one. Say what? (laughs) Tony, if you ever take an Uber or Lyft, are you the type of person who likes to chat with the driver, sit in silence, uh, pretend like you're sitting in silence, and put your earbuds in and, uh, you know, listen to music. What what is your Uber etiquette?
1: uh i try to be very nice i try to you know i'd want them to i i'm a chatty guy in general i don't like to engage in too much conversation but just the cordial like hey how's your day going you know not like what's your life stuff um like i said my last uber ride guy if he ever ends up being famous rapper I at least wrote the back of this thing he told me a lot about <laughs> his stuff
0: I, I assume there's a lot of uh, famous uh, would-be rappers, screenwriters, artists, yeah. authors. Um, that just seems to be the uh, cliche with it. But uh, in this case, you have the, uh, the driver say to the passenger, hey, you, and it's cut off by the passenger, who says, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but do you mind if we write in silence? I'm not really social. Driver responds, it's okay, me neither. I just wanted to let you know that your hair is stuck in the car door. So uh, before you dismiss your driver, at least make sure that uh, your hair is not going to be ripped out uh, the second they take off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, nope. it's just the cordial, cordial conversation, kind of like when you're getting your haircut. Just the cordial, you know, nothing too much.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on with say what, Tony with uh, Uber. Have you ever done Uber Pool, where it's uh, multiple different pickups? You know, you're basically yes. a passenger with another passenger that you don't know.
1: Yeah, I've been a part of that a few times.
0: Has this ever happened to you? Uh, one passenger says, you look amazing. The other one says, thanks. A girl in my Uber pool French braided my hair, sprayed me with rose water, and told me I'm a queen.
1: Oh, yeah. That happens on every time I've gone. No.
0: <laughs> they always braid your hair. and.
1: Yeah. Well, all this hair going on, yeah, you can braid that, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's funny. It reminds me, uh, Jesse is the type of person who makes friends anywhere she goes. And there's been times where, uh, you know, I've picked her up from the airport uh, when she's out traveling. And as she's leaving, she's talking with somebody, having a super friendly conversation, almost like they've been friends for years. And I'll ask her, hey, is that somebody on your flight that you knew? She's like, no, we, we just met on the flight. And that was my seatmate. And uh, yeah, we got to know each other and uh, we're doing lunch next week. That's impressive. That's not me.
1: I'm a social dude, but I usually don't go that far. I'm actually more quiet and reserved when it comes to the travel part. I'm usually to myself at that point.
0: I'm the same way. I I put the headphones on and and don't bother me. I'll I'll take them off to uh, get my drink or my snack from the uh, flight attendant, but that's it. Uh, yeah. I don't want to strike up a conversation. It's
1: funny, the host of the Christian Phoenix radio shows, man, we're just antisocial at airports <laughs> Well,
0: I think it's because we spend most of the day talking anyway, that yeah. when we get to a place like that, we don't want to do more talking. Speaking of talking, overheard conversations with... Say what? person says, I'm sober enough to know I'm being annoying and what is and what I'm saying is dumb, but drunk enough to not be able to stop talking. So, sorry for that. Uh, I think we've all been to that sort of fine line of drunkenness where uh, you know oh, you're yeah. being stupid, but uh, you know what? You're just going to keep rambling on.
1: Yeah, it, every time for me. <laughs> 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 Saturday night's a good example of that.
0: So. <laughs> all right. So, so we, moving on with the next one. Hit that button a little bit early. Here's one that uh, they either were drunk or just unclear on the concept. The driver says, please put your seatbelt on before I start driving. Oh. This explains it. the drunk drunk passenger says, "Oh my God, of course! I hope there's no turbulence." Driver responds, uh, "This is a <laughs> Oh God! <sighs>
1: <laughs>
0: and I don't know if I mentioned it, but uh, there was a period of time that I, I drove Uber and Lyft, and uh, I, I did the That's the late. I
1: forgot how yeah, you did that. Yeah, I yeah, did the late
0: night ones, and there were some crazy things to come out of it. That might be a good call-in topic for the future.
1: Um, I like it. Note it. It's got to be crazy. I have one. I have a doozy of
0: one.
1: But, <laughs> well, I, she she will remain nameless, but damn, it was a doozy.
0: We'll we'll share that at a future point in time.
1: Yeah, I like it. And then finally,
0: as we head into the break, here's one that uh, you know you've texted the wrong person on accident. Well, in this case, that person was right there with them. It says four guys enter a car after saying goodbye to a group of friends. The guy in the front seat says, "Oh, I'm so effing glad Luke went home." Luke replies. I'm back here, you dumbass. (laughs) Uh, I wonder if they were friends after that.
1: Yeah, it's typically if you're tight with friends, you usually don't say that. No, 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 no. Uh, Like I can never tell you a time where I've said that about one of my friends. I'm always very happy to see them all. Exactly. Now, when I go, it's probably, it might be a little too much. And they're like, yeah, okay.
0: Oh, we did that when you left the house. I mean, damn you Tony. son of
1: a bitch.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that does it for Say What. When we come back, we're heading to the last segment of the day. You know what that means. It's time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media Radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. It is the fourth and final segment uh, of this show. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Wednesday, October 14th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the shows, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Click on there, and from there you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No! Oh, good one. James Hetfield brought on the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man today.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. While
0: you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because... Why, Tony?
1: Sharing is cute. Yeah, I'm having a stroke. What? <laughs> I'm having a stroke.
0: Huh? I almost stepped on your toes with that one. Did it myself. Well, folks, uh, it is the final segment of the show, and uh, we like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully, make you laugh as well. It is this day in history. In the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your on the beat.
1: Christian Phoenix.
0: Thank you, Siri. <laughs> All right, Kicking off this day in history, this day in 1066, the Norman invasion of England, the Battle of Hastings. William the Conqueror and his Norman army defeat the English forces of Harold II, who is killed in battle. I would like to think that if Kumar was there, it might have uh, fared differently. Right. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1322, Robert the Bruce of Scotland defeats King Edward II of England at Byland forcing Edward to accept Scotland's independence. And uh, Robert the Bruce, uh, if you're a fan of uh, um, Braveheart, you'll remember his character in there.
1: Yeah, um, all I heard in that was Robert England, Freddy Krueger. What's with kids today, Carlos? (laughs) Not the same. I know. (laughs) Speaking of
0: Scotland, though, this day in 1586, Mary Queen of Scots goes on trial for conspiracy against Elizabeth. People...
1: Elizabeth, yeah, the Mary of Scots. Yeah,
0: yeah, not not Miss Elizabeth, but uh, Miss
1: Elizabeth, yeah, <laughs> looking at her.
0: Those royals were always stabbing each other in the back, either yeah, literally course, or figuratively. Oh,
1: no pun intended with the Randy Savage impersonation, but yeah, we we're nuts back then.
0: I got I'm news still for nuts you. i now. I don't know. I know if you watch any of the election coverage, uh, we're pretty nuts now. But
1: uh, yeah, this is true. We're non-political.
0: We won't go there. Moving on. Super
1: this... bad. Super bad. Cryptonite. <laughs> this day in
0: 1884, <laughs> George Eastman patents the paper strip photographic film. Again, uh, he was the founder of Kodak. One of the oh, okay. one of the reasons we're able to do what we're doing today. You know, Tony is all the way out in uh, Colorado. I'm here in Nevada. And uh, we're able to connect over Zoom, which is just an evolution of where the early photography has taken us. So uh, thank you, George Eastman.
1: Yeah. Also, thank you, Peter Eastman and Kevin Laird for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: <laughs> I think it's Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. No. Did I say
0: Peter Eastman? You, you flipped him around. Kevin
1: East, uh, yeah, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird. Wow. Little Those dyslexic
0: this morning. <laughs> All right.
1: You're right. You get a good job, <laughs> and I get a My name yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Trying to keep you on your toes, Tony. This day in 1892, author Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Do you know what book he published? I know you recognize the name, but can you associate it with the book?
1: No, I can't.
0: Arthur Conan Doyle publishes The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, a collection of 12 stories originally published serially in The Strand magazine. So uh, any iteration of Sherlock Holmes that you've enjoyed over the years, whether it's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or uh, Robert Downey Jr., ironically two MCU heroes, um, you have Arthur Conan Doyle to thank for it.
1: Thank you, Sherlock, yes. Yeah, Here's a little pipe, yeah. <laughs> it's elementary, dear Watson,
0: yeah. You know, the funny thing is that uh, a lot of those tropes for Sherlock Holmes, whether it's the pipe, the hat, uh, the it's monocle. elementary, frankly, my dear Watson, none of those were in the original uh, books. Those were a creation of the early uh, television series that was created for it.
1: Oh, that's fascinating to
0: know. <laughs> I pooped my pants. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're dropping knowledge and hopefully making you laugh at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Here's another author for you, Tony. This day in 1926. A. a. Milne's book. What's the book, Tone?
1: A.A. A. Milne's?
0: Mm-hmm. What book mm. did he write?
1: Probably a real famous book. He did. That I don't know.
0: Winnie the Pooh.
1: Oh man, Winnie the Pooh.
0: <laughs> I know where your mind's going, Tony. Yeah. So we'll just move you know. on. <laughs> this day in 1930, Yes, like Winnie the Pooh, George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin's musical <laughs> Gersh- Gersh-
1: Gersh- Gershwin. Gershwin. Hey doesn't- there. Hey, it's Gersh McGersh time with Patrick Mahomes here. Hey, why don't you just tell the story about Gersh McGersh? (laughs) It it doesn't take
0: much to amuse you, Tone. Ah, That's why I love doing this show with you. Anyway, their musical Girl Crazy starring Ginger Rogers and Ethel Merman prepares in NYC, New York City, for those of you uh, who didn't figure that out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have two daughters. This is Ethel and Gersh McGersh. Hear me, Gary.
0: Hear me, Ah, oh, let's move on. <laughs> this day, in nineteen fifty-seven, the Everly Brothers' "Wake Up, Little Susie" oh. reaches number one. I know you've heard that. I didn't know song.
1: they sang that one? Yeah, I. They do the dream, or is that the Isley Brothers? No, it's the Everly Brothers.
0: It, it's one of those brothers.
1: Yeah, you know. Now I got Vanessa Shaw back in my mind from Ladybugs.
0: Right on. <laughs> A little callback to yesterday.
1: Ever- Woo-hoo!
0: All right. Moving on with this day in history. This day in 1957, Queen Elizabeth II becomes the first Canadian monarch to open the Parliament of Canada with the speech from the throne. And so, uh, Queen
1: Elizabeth, yeah, you little monarch butterfly of Canada, yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of people Pump don't up. don't realize that uh, Canada was a uh, territory of uh, England for a long time before gaining their independence. Right. Couldn't tell you when that was, but uh, yeah. All right. Uh, the,
1: big knowledge on the Phoenix show. Yeah.
0: This day in 1960, the Peace Corps is first suggested by John F. Kennedy in a speech at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. And my future father-in-law was a member of the Peace Corps back in the 70s, I want to say. He's got some oh. stories to tell.
1: I guess that's why Dave's so nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: he's got stories like for Dave. days. He uh, he hiked the entire Pacific Crest Trail and... Uh, oof, uh, we've we've got to write a uh, a memoir at some point just yeah. just to cover all. I'd of
1: love it. to hear some of his stories. He's very articulate and just he's awesome to to hear from. He is a fascinating guy. Yeah.
0: Moving on with this day in history in 1964, a little guy we might have all heard of, Martin Luther King Jr. announced as the winner of the Nobel Peace Prize.
1: Well deserved.
0: It, yeah. It doesn't get any better than that as far as uh, honors that you can earn
1: yeah no very influential and and well deserved so in sports jokes on that one nope whole seriousness
0: in sports history this day in 1965 sandy koufax hurls his second Mm. shutout of the world series beating the twins two to nothing
1: Mm, sucks for the twins man koufax was awesome
0: he was he was uh this day in 1970 the fourth country music association award is given to merle haggard you know merle haggard
1: fan no, but I know of him. All right.
0: Fair enough. Uh, speaking of music, this day in 1971, John Lennon and Nails on a Chalkboard Yoko Ono appear on The Dick Cavett Show. Oh. Dick Cavett.
1: Yowie Wowie. That was a delayed one. But, uh, <laughs> you don't like The Roko Ono, huh? I
0: despise Yoko Ono.
1: Are you Chris Phoenix Felix show? <laughs> goal, no, I don't know if that's how she talks. I don't but, think it is, but well, that's in my, okay. In my mind that's how she's going to talk today.
0: All right. And finally this day in 1979, the NHL's greatest scorer, Wayne Gretzky scores his first NHL goal. Uh he was a miracle to watch. I loved watching him. Yeah.
1: He's definitely the goat of hockey, you know. What Michael Jordan is to basketball, that's uh, Wayne Gretzky is definitely that to hockey for sure. Totally. Just phenomenal it's amazing how many teams he played for too
0: yeah probably most well known for being on the kings though yeah all right let's get into some holidays for today
1: Holiday.
0: some ridiculous others not Celebrate. for instance this first one uh, Tony you're wearing the pink shirt I assume in uh, for Cancer Awareness month yes sir. today is be bald and be free day obviously highlighting those who are going through cancer and uh, owning that bald look uh, yeah. much appreciated to I those sh- who, who I continue my to head, fight.
1: Kinda. Yeah, I'm pretty. But uh, yeah, no, my uh, my aunt is a uh, breast cancer survivor, and I've uh, unfortunately, lost one of my best friends to cancer. So hate hate it. will support it any way I can. And uh, the girls kind of say, I like, they lo- I look good in pink. So you know, kinda there you like go. It. No, Brett, the Hitman, heart pink and black. You Can't know?
0: argue with the girls. And then real quick, we're gonna write down the rest <laughs> of them. Um, today is Emergency Nurses Day. It is International Top Spinning Day. National Hello, bring Bears. your teddy bear to work and school day. Okay, Ooh,
1: I'm gonna do that. National mm-hmm. dessert day.
0: I'll partake in that. National chocolate covered insect day. No thank you.
1: Caterpillar mm. pussy
0: National Fossil Day. National Stop Bullying Day, National Lowercase Day, National Pet Obesity Awareness Day.
1: Wow, walk your pup.
0: National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day, World Standard Day, and Stop America's Violence Everywhere Today. Folks, that does it for today's show. Tomorrow is Thursday, and that means we are exploring Florida's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is Florida, man. Enjoy your Wednesday, people. Bye. Thank you